from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the Jack and Spike Show. Welcome back to the Jack and Spike Show. Clarence Thomas has been offered a, a lot of money to resign for the Supreme Court, but that's probably not going to happen because we live in the age of trolling. The Supreme Court has rejected an appeal over $500 mask fines. I wonder why we're still... Oh, that's right. It's members of Congress. So right. They can just continue to waste everybody's time. And money. And also, the everyman is a term that is being thrown around more and more. And I actually did a little bit of research into somebody who likes to pretend as if he is an everyman. But in actuality, I, I, didn't think, I don't think people realize how much money he's actually worth. Okay. So, before we get to all that, speaking of everyman, former President Donald Trump was ranked... As the worst president in the United States history. This was a survey of 154 scholars. And this is maybe one of the biggest troll pieces I have seen from I mean, the New York Times has got it. The Guardian has it. Everybody's talking about it. It's saw, their annual President's Day fluff piece. It's their annual President's right? Day fluff piece. I saw Joy Reid talking about it. And the funny thing is, is that this is what makes me despair because Joy Reid makes a lot more money than I do. Mm hmm. And she is terrible at her job. She is absolutely garbage at what she does because anybody can see this as a fairly transparent, dishonest, and dare I say unfair attack against former President Donald Trump. Now, I did not vote for former President Donald Trump. I have a strong disdain for former President Donald Trump, and I will do everything in my power to convince people to not vote for former President Donald Trump okay. because I believe him to be a charlatan and a grifter. Now, that being said, he is not the worst president in the United States history. He's not even close. And in terms of what he was able to accomplish in four years, he belongs somewhere in the fair to Midland range. If we're just, if we're just being objective about him as a president. To say the wor spike is cringing no, so I'm hard I'm right now. I'm just trying to figure out what... what uh, I'm, try I'm trying to put some... Validity to the metrics they use to determine the ranking of these presidents. Okay. Whatnot, because nobody was around to root, root, root for Hubert Humphrey. Right. right? Or, or Warren G. Harding. Or Humphrey <laughs> wasn't a president. Taft. <laughs> some rando of the presidency. Uh, yes. Right. So they had to have some true metric of what was accomplished, what was surrendered during their presidency. No metric. No okay. Metric? So because, okay. How well they wore a facial hair? How many days was William Henry Harrison in office, Spike? Was that the uh, flu guy? At, didn't wear a coat to the inauguration? Died like 11? Yeah, 31 days. 31 days. Okay. 31 one days he did not even serve in office because he was sick the so whole he time was, he was ranked first because he didn't screw anything up he, i think he was like number 30 on the okay. list or something okay. you know what i mean it's yeah. so if we look at former president donald trump and you want to give credit where credit is due he was able to get more funding for the va mm -hmm. more yeah. va claims were processed under his presidency than almost any other president in a four-year time span he was able to push through a very niche bill, or excuse me, sign a very niche bill about animal cruelty, making it a felony. Now, th these are important things when we think about different aspects of, of a president's policy initiatives. Mm -hmm. he, he said that he was going to move the U.S. embassy to Jerusalem in Israel. He did just that. He was able to spike his cringing deeply. Why for, my friend? Well, I'm wondering. I'm wondering how that helps Americans. How it doesn't. That? It uh, doesn't. There you go. That, that, <laughs> that's that's pandering, if I may, to a, sure. to a voting block, right? Sure. But the argument that I would make there is that his efficacy in terms of his policy is something that should be thought of in conjunction with okay. his ability to get it done. Do you know what I mean? 
So there have been lots of people that we thought were, quote unquote, great presidents okay. that they themselves went in and didn't actually get their agenda done or they ended up adopting somebody else's agenda. Okay. First, so, you know, you know what I'm saying? I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. So just as another example, Carter is ranked as being higher than D- former President Donald Trump. Okay. Jimmy Carter did not get a whole lot done. He got very little done because he got a lot of resistance. Right. One of the few one-term presidents in our history. Right. There are very few one-termers. Right. Now, Reagan is worse than former President Donald Trump, objectively, because in, I say this all the time, but I'll say it again. Between 1982 and 1984, the United States went from being the world's largest creditor, loaning out money to mm-hmm. the world's largest debtor. Yep. That's Reagan's fault. He even admitted it himself in his own biography. So when we look at former President Donald Trump, first three years he's in office, he has a relatively balanced budget, relatively speaking, compared to previous people. However, the consequence of that was an increase in poverty, an increase in um, disparity in between the classes, if you yeah, want to use yeah, that Yeah, huge tax break for what a lot of people feel were the people who needed it the least. Right. The Paul Ryan tax plan was a complete and total joke. And, and, if, and really the only only major legislation passed during Trump's administration, is that a fair thing to say? Uh, I mean, you, you cited the other accomplishments of the, the Trump administration. The Tax Cut and Jobs Act is his major thing. Right. He didn't get the infrastructure bill done. Any week. That and, they tried. <laughs> and they tried a lot of weeks. They tried a lot. He had like 200 of them. Right. He didn't repeal Obamacare as he had was his championing uh, campaign promise, I think. No. More so than build the wall. Right. So, uh, but I think that it's, people do this thing with former President Trump, and I think it's really unfair, where, listen, I don't like the guy. I think the guy was a bad president, but at the same time, he is not the worst president of all time. Woodrow Wilson was a vicious racist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, the, you want to talk about the perpetuation of Jim Crow? That's Woodrow Wilson. Right. I mean, the guy showed, um, what's the movie? White supremacy's movie. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation yeah. in the White House. He said yeah. it was the finest cinematic and artistic achievement ever produced in the United States. Woodrow Wilson is a terrible human being, right. top to bottom. Oh, I hear you. And for some reason, he's like number 30-something on the list. So, I mean, there's lots of people well, on this. Andrew Jackson was uh, instrumental in the genocide of Native American people. Exactly. And yet, yet Trump had his portrait. He put his portrait <laughs> up in the Oval Office. Could have had anyone of 44 before him. <laughs> He picked that guy. He picked that guy. Right. And uh, you're right about, about coming in dead last is a total troll move. Yeah, it is it's a troll. It's a total troll, it's a troll move. move. I'll, I'll give you that. So that's why I think that it's unfair. Um, moreover, you think the gold shoes will help raise his number if they give that oh, survey the to shoes. If they give that survey again this week. Right. After releasing this um, fashion and cultural iconic piece into the uh, biosphere. We're going to be talking about that on our digital only exclusive, oh, which you can cause find. Because you, you can't do it justice without pictures. It's you true. can find it on our YouTube channel, <laughs> The Jack and Spike Show, where we do our digital exclusive content. So I'm just saying that there are other presidents out there mm-hmm. that are objectively trash. And to put Trump at the bottom of those people is not only a lie, it's factually incorrect, and it is a disservice to the things that he was able to do for millions of Americans. Yeah, if Barack yeah. Obama had added 2.3 jobs to the Department of Transportation, all the neo-libs out here would be like, oh man, what a great jobs program that we now have in the United States. Because it was under former President Donald Trump, they look right over it. And Jackman, 2.3 million, we're speaking in shorthand, before you people say he had more than 2.3 jobs. <laughs> it was 2.3 million, we 2. know, 3 we million. know, yeah, we sorry know. about that. That's all good, I, I don't want people to pick on you for nothing. I had a donut for the first time in probably years, about 15 <laughs> minutes ago, so my blood sugar shall now spike, and then I will eventually go into an insulin coma. 
and then you will have to do the rest of the show by yourself. Not a I, I, by the way, I think Reagan's numbers are higher than you think they deserve to be because isn't he credited with bringing down the Iron Curtain in the Soviet Union? That he had nothing to do with that. But, but he gets credit. He shouldn't. That's the thing. He flat out shouldn't. Okay. Ron, okay so the, the the Soviet Union fell. If anybody, you want to do a quick little uh, history lesson sure, here? You want sure. to do a little bit of the old political theory? The Soviet Union. Why did it fall? And why could it not compete with capitalism? So communism go away mozart communism is one of the few systems it cannot exist in a vacuum it's it, it will fail and so what they try to do with communism as kind of an economic system is they would say we need people need shoes there's a need for shoes out there mm-hmm. rather than having the open market for shoes we will force people to make 10,000 pairs of shoes and a day you, a day per person and then you will sell them at this cost right and if you don't do that then we'll kill you and so what ended up having in the Soviet Union for about 30 years is people kept fudging the numbers kept mixing up the numbers it was a bureaucratic nightmare you know how many cars they produce in this models of cars they produce in the Soviet Union no. about 2 in, in, in a 20-year time span, there was about two vehicles that were thought of as being like the Ford of the Soviet Union. In the United States, we were having Corollas. We were having, uh, you know, Fords. More, more colors than More rainbow, colors yeah. than you like could possibly box. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. The Soviet Union fell because communism cannot exist in a vacuum. And it was – a lot of people don't know this. One of the reasons why the Soviet Union was able to maintain itself for so long is because of the humanitarian aid that was given to it by the United States – one of the dark little secrets of the Soviet Union out there, which is why we no longer have to listen to this every so many years. You know although, what I'm saying? Although it might be making a comeback. It might be making a comeback. <laughs> it's making so, efforts. It's got some inroads. Former President Donald Trump was able to post $400 million, or he's going to post it, to appeal his Engron ruling. This is a tremendous amount of money that he's going to be posting on this. This is in light of the... Uh, the civil suit, uh, the, the state of New York against Donald Trump for fraudulent business practices. Yeah. This was a punitive number arrived at by the court, mm-hmm. and it was based upon the money that Trump earned through a misrepresentation of his assets yeah. in acquiring loans and paying less uh, less interest than he was due, less penalty or whatever he was due. I know that the Trump side likes to say that all the loans were repaid. No one mm. was no one was damaged. Mm. And we've we've already kind of put if that I to take, bed. If I take out a credit card and I pay off my other credit card debt with that credit card, is that really the loans being paid? Well, back? <laughs> I understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. and we're not here to litigate whether or not I was the the point is we had a court of law, his day in court, his you know his due process as right. it were, um, and now he's got he's to even to appeal this, he's got to put bond up for the entire penalty. Uh, with with interest, it's almost a half a billion dollars. You know, uh, Laura, I was watching Fox News, and I was expecting to get really top-tier political analysis on this issue. It's be- what they're known for. It's what they're known for, yeah. right? And so I'm watching Fox News, and they say, coming up, we're going to be discussing the Trump verdict okay. at mm. great length with legal experts. Oh, and okay. I went, I, I like to learn. Sure. I like legal experts. I love a legal expert. <laughs> so I waited and I waited, and then finally it rolled back around, and they brought on their legal expert, who was part of Trump's transition team, by the way. Okay. And he says, this is his total... Tall guy, shiny head. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. His total analysis of the verdict was, we all know why they're doing this. And then the host said, yep. And then they moved on. That was it. That's all you need to know about it. Thanks, Fox News. That's you didn't your... even have to take notes on that. You could just remember that. Didn't have to take any notes because we all know when I said, do I know? 
I guess I do know. Thanks, Fox News. Isn't that amazing, Laura, when you can just... Take, Finish mi- writing the story in your head. Just it was yeah. it, it was like I'm looking at people who make millions of dollars a year to go. Oh, we know why they're doing this, and I go, contract law. Is that what? <laughs> am I? Is this going to be on the test? Because I feel like I need more information here. Um, but this got me thinking about how Trump likes to portray himself as an everyman. About how Trump likes to make mm-hmm. himself seem as if he's an everyman. Well, that's a very successful political strategy for him. I got to start doing his, it. His supporters really uh, genuinely feel in their heart of hearts that he's the only thing between them and Judge Egron. They're coming for us next. Yeah. If they can do it to him, they can do it to us. I still th- I still maintain that Engeron sounds like a Star Wars captain. Do you know what I mean? Captain Engeron? One of the fish people. Yes. <laughs> of the SS Aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like General Engeron is oh, going through the head. Sorry. <laughs> so I started doing a deep dive because I, I saw all this stuff about Tucker Carlson in Russia, and I saw a bunch of people online talking about how Carlson is like this everyman, and isn't he so brave for going over there for the... For giving us the real story. Giving us the real yeah. story. Journal- That's all we hear is about how bad Russia is. Yeah, yeah, real journalistic integrity. And so what I saw, though, when I... Okay, so we got a couple of clips here from Carlson over in Russia. This is when he went to go interview Vladimir Putin. And this is what I am told is journalism. I am told that this is... This is for freedom of speech and whatnot. And he says, this is, he goes and he says that he was radicalized, radicalized, he says, by the cost of groceries in Russia versus the United States. Here's what that sounded like. I went from amused to legitimately angry. Um, so we were guessing what this would cost. Everybody here from the United States buys groceries and we didn't pay any attention to costs as we were just putting in the car what we would actually eat over a week. And we all came in around 400 bucks, about 400 bucks. Um, it was $104 US here. And that's when you start to realize that ideology maybe doesn't matter as much as you thought, corruption. If you take people's standard of living and you tank it through filth and crime and inflation, and they literally can't buy the groceries they want, at that point, maybe it matters less what you say or whether you're a good person or a bad person. You're wrecking people's lives in their country, and that's what our leaders have done to us. And coming to a Russian grocery store, the heart of evil, and seeing what things cost and how people live, it will radicalize you against our leaders. That's how I feel anyway. Radicalized. Radicalized, he says. So I was radicalized, Spike, because I thought to myself, $100 for a week's worth of groceries? That sounds pretty good. People in Russia must be making all kinds of money. So I went on this crazy thing. It's called Google. And then I typed in median income Moscow. And do you know what it is in the entire country, the entire Russia Federation? Do you know what the median income is? Per, um, What do they make per, per week? Per week in Russia? Oh, a couple thousand bucks a week? $200 a week. Median income. Um, no, I'm sorry. No. $200. said $100. $200 a week is what people make in Russia on average. And so that means that you are, if it's, and that's $200 USD. So what Carlson is doing as a beacon of journalistic integrity is he's saying to you that a fascist country where political dissidents are are murdered, where you pay 50% of your weekly income to groceries, is comparable, if not better, than the United States. That's what the man is saying. $100 a week. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm radicalized. I'm ra- sniffing bread erotically <laughs> in the grocery I, I It was saw, really weird. But dude, when he was, do you ever do that thing where you pick up a loaf of bread and you go, oh, ah, yeah. Oh, you know me. Ah. I, I, pick up a, I pick up a can of beans and I go, oh, you know, it's terrible. I got a thing for food. What did you think when you saw that, though, Spike, when he was lying about Russia? Well, two things are possible here. Yeah. He's either so naive or ignorant that he's just putting this out there thinking this is this is the facts. These are these are the facts of the story. Or he's so immoral that he doesn't care to totally blow smoke up the skirt legs of every person watching his feeds. My thought was two things. One, is it not a, a bit of a bad stereotype to play Russia music when you're in Russia? Is that not like a little bit of a dig against those poor people? But then that's all. That's all he listen. It's all listen to. It's like sullen violin, Tchaikovsky, right, just in the background. It's kind of a bad stereotype. But then the the soundtrack from Fiddler on the Roof. But then pushing carts through the streets. (laughs) I hear you. If I were a rich, (laughs) (laughs) that's what he's singing. But the other thing that I thought about was, I go a hundred bucks is a is a you know for Carlson. I, I thought how much is Carlson actually worth? So I went on this crazy thing. It's called Google. And I typed in his Wikipedia page, and then I found out that Tucker Carlson is married to the heiress of the Swanson Food Corp fortune, and they inherited $190 million. Mm-hmm. So he is richer than you and I will ever be. His salary when he was at Fox News was somewhere in the neighborhood of $1.2 to $1.5 million a month. A, 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 month? a, a month? A month. So... He has no idea. He has never been poor a day in his life. Right. He has never wanted for anything a, a, a day in his life. Then why does he film in that cabin? Oh, pardon me. His his <laughs> his dad married the heiress to the Swanson fortune. Yeah, yeah right. That's he what was, yeah. married the the headmaster's daughter from his private school because he's never gone to public school. Right. So when I saw this, I thought to myself, so what I'm being told right now by a man who's worth tens, oh, pardon me, hundreds of millions of dollars is that I need to rail against my own government because in a fascist state where they do not have democracy, where they do not have freedom of the press, where gay people are murdered on a regular basis and your political dissidents are imprisoned and then killed in uh, Antarctic camps, that that's all great because groceries are $100 oh, and, a month. And did you see the footage of the subway? It's I gorgeous. Did. It's immaculate. There's fine art and chandeliers right. because and Because if you touch anything, they kill you. <laughs> So graffiti is a capital crime. It's a capital crime. And apparently, I just, uh, so is putting out flowers for Navalny. You see all those arrests this weekend. I did four hundred people arrested over. That sounds fun, right? Yeah, but but that's a better place to be. Like better than any city in America, says Tucker. Better than any city. I'll tell you this: I get arrested every day here in Seattle for my political opinions. Oh wait, I don't. Isn't that so weird? And my grocery yeah. bill isn't a hundred dollars in half your paycheck. <laughs> half your paycheck. Sixty-six percent of Russians spend more than half their income on food. Yeah, that's according to the Russians. Not not according to our our media. Yeah, it's sad. That's not Joy Reid saying that. That's Russia <laughs> saying that. All right, so let's go rip on Joe Biden, shall we? Because naps, jokes, and younger advisors. How octogenarians think that Biden can win the election? Why not just vote? That sounds a lot easier, right? Let's talk about whether this is good or bad political advice when we get back right after this. I am like the Willy Wonka of friends. Or base. So when I stand up and pull my pants up, that's how I know I'm about to bring it for you. Thanks, guys. You're the best. <laughs> you guys are the best. All right. So <laughs> thank you, Justin. That was amazing. 
Naps, jokes, and younger advisors. How octogenarians think Biden can win in 2024. Uh, Voting is often a thing I recommend for people. Voting. I am not an octogenarian, but Spike O'Neill is. So I figured we could ask Spike, being that he is 88 years old. He's almost as old as John Curley is. Can you believe it that John... It's going to be 90 years old this year. It's a miracle. I feel like everyone should text John during his show and wish him a happy birthday, because 90 years old is a really special... And make sure he has a fire extinguisher next to this year's cake. Yeah. After what happened last Last, year. Last year was a disaster. We lost like five or six interns. So, Spike, why do you... What do you think about this? In terms of Biden's age, what I am told is that he is nimble, is that he's driven. I'm told that he is... uh, He has motivated... And when I see him on film or when I see him kind of meandering around, I don't I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing a guy who is got a real bad case of the memes on yeah, a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, yeah. And he is just he's just clock watching all day at 5 p.m. when I can get there. Early Five, <laughs> three, three thirty on a busy day. Well, let me say this. This article from The New York for The Washington Post, I should say, they ask uh, seniors who have lived this experience, who have experienced uh, ageism. Right and how they have maintained their the ageism, pep in their step, please. right? Ageism. Well, 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 I think it's ageism. I mean, I'm talking about the, the seniors in this article, not, it, not President no such Biden. Thing is ageism? Of course, there is. Well, what is ageism? Ageism was when you apply for a job, the same job a 37 year old gets. Okay, when I give you this firsthand experience, yeah, I applied for a job with decades more experience, and after I got my degree, yeah, and they hire somebody in their 30s, thinking, well, we'll have that guy for 25 years, right? right yeah, but you got this job. I'm just saying, but I was subjected to ageism in my pursuit of employment. But ageism would imply that there's a, a system out there which is actively attempting to suppress or prevent older people. How about just a, how about just a point of view or mentality where they view someone with less experience and more runway in front of them mm-hmm. as a better candidate? No, I'm saying that, but there actually has to be like a system in place, right? Because okay. like. That's what I would say. Like, if, that's if, fair. That's, if that's there true. Was a, I'll take if there your was definition. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, uh, there was this uh, lawsuit that happened where this guy uh, took he, he took a, a, a leave of absence from his job for mm-hmm. or like a week or something like that. He took a week off uh, because he found out that his girlfriend was pregnant. And so okay. they went to go set all that stuff up. Okay. So for her, so like, you know, natal care. Sure, and all sure, that. sure. Yeah. And Tended so, to the business of his life. And when he went back to work. He was too old for the job. He was terminated. No, no, no. <laughs> seriously? He was terminated and was not given a reason why, as opposed to the company was making cuts. Okay. But the real reason why, according to this case that came out, was that the cost of her pregnancy was going to be very expensive to the company because he was on her insurance plan, and so oh, their wow. company premiums were going to go up, okay. so on and so forth. So I say that to say this. If if there was a policy by which you were let go because your myriad of health problems was going to cost the company money, that would be ageism. Okay. Saying, we want a younger candidate because they'll be around longer, I don't see that as being ageism. Fair enough. Right? That's just, well, back to the story of these, of these seniors who were asked what Biden could do. Mm-hmm. They said, you know, uh, bring younger advisors in. I think that's not a bad idea. To have a perspective in Younger, your like sixties, thirties, twenty fives, right? Right. Get get a sense of what the next generation or the generation after that, in Biden's case, of Americans, what's important to them? How do they view problems? How do they solve problems? Just to get some more input into his decision making process, getting their mom right? involved to take uh, take naps, right? The, these guys say, look, you know, Biden could do some things right away. This story recommends the, the people asked recommend mm-hmm. to just appear peppier, steppier, you know, put a little zip in your get go. From from meeting to meeting, sleep in a giant Tupperware. He travels by uh, by luxury jet, right? Yeah. You know who Satchel Pages. Heard mm, the name before? No. Professional pitcher. 
who pitched until he was 59 years of age. Oh, wow. In the major leagues. Okay. okay? His advice was this. Never run when you can walk. Never walk when you can stand. Okay. Never stand when you can sit. Never sit when you can lie down. Never lie down when you could be napping. My point being that, and that guy managed to pitch into his almost 60 years of age. Joe should take advantage of every opportunity to gather rest. If he's on Air Force One, sleep on Air Force One where no cameras are. I just think he needs to get more amphetamines in his system. I've been saying, I've been saying jack him up with whatever they put Trump on after the COVID. I've been saying that for a year and a half. I I think you you made a great point. He's, he's always seems uh, lethargic. He always seems his speech pattern was never good when he wasn't an old man. Now Mm -hmm. he's an old man with a stutter. It's horrific. Manage those moments. You know, uh, just dash in front of people. Put it on. Put it all on the table when you're being filmed. To your point, uh, if if you're having these uh, these engaged, energetic meetings with your staff, film that. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I, was, I heard somebody else said before you. But yeah, show us that. If you I, if you if you've got all this energy, if you're in command, if you're back there making the tough decisions, taking good advice, making the executive decisions, show that. I got an idea. I got a great idea. You remember when Jack Palance won the Oscar, honorary Oscar? Push-ups on right. stage. You yeah. got Joe Biden has to start doing push-ups on stage. <laughs> he has to get down. <laughs> he has to get down and he has to just just bang out 10 15 push-ups every single before every press conference, before every meet and greet with kindergartners, mm-hmm. before every cut ribbon cutting, meeting with union members, anytime there's a camera around, mm-hmm. he's got to drop and give us 10 push-ups. His polling will go up 10 points. I guarantee it. You're not wrong. On top of that, this is my other thought. You remember that episode of The Sopranos when Tony is feeling weak after his heart attack Mm -hmm. and he's worried about how the other guys perceive him as being weak? So he goes and he clocks the toughest. that young guy. Right, exactly. For nothing. Joe Biden's got to clock an intern on camera. Just, just it got to be an intern? Could it be Peter Doocy? It could be Doocy. Because, I mean, that it's would gotta be talk some, about the, the donations would roll in. It's got to be someone a third of his age, and right. he's just got to rock a guy right across. Yeah. Now, it can be scripted. It can be, it can be an actor. It can be fake, right? Sure, sure. We don't care. But what's gotta, it's got to happen like this. Like, just think about it like this. Like, Joe Biden, he's stepping off of Air Force One, and then some ne'er-do-well comes up with the bandit uh, mask over oh, okay, his face. Yeah, the black, uh, with the raccoon, bla- yeah. With the black stripes and the black yeah. and white striped shirt. <laughs> and he's got a bag and he says, yeah. give me your money, right? Just like that. He's got a gun, right? And uh-huh. then Joe Biden, pow, right in the kisser. Nice. And then, th- and then all of a sudden the Secret Service all runs in and they arrest, heavy quotation marks, that Assailant. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jill Biden comes up because she's like when, a, like when a mouse runs in, like in old cartoons, right. how the girls would get up on the table and uh-huh. hold it. She's up in Air Force One. That's what she's doing. Oh, and then she slides down the rail. She Joe Biden embraces her. Mm-hmm. They start making out, and then nice. all of a sudden, cue I had the time of my life, <laughs> and I never felt this way before. Fireworks, and Jill, says, Jill says, Nobody puts Biden in a corner. Yeah, nobody puts like Biden this. in a corner, right? And they're just making out so heavy, right there on the tarmac, just going at it like crazy. And then all of a sudden, then roll credits, boom. That's what impresses American voters. Stinger, mid-credits, Donald Trump is behind a desk watching the footage saying, I'm going to get you, Joe Biden, if it's the last (laughs) thing I do. Roll credits. That's how you do that. (laughs) We're here to help. Lord, what do you think about that? Is that not great political advice? Fantastic. Thank you. It's image. It's all image control, right? <laughs> it's all, it's he's, all get, image. he's getting bad advice. Is the is the gist of this story? Yeah, come to he's me, bad Joe advice. Biden. Come to me. Say, speaking of advice, if you need advice, that's our next segment. No stupid questions. You can ask us any question that your heart desires at eight 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 nine seven three five four seven six. 
Muckle Shoot Casino Resort text line. Spike, you got a gig at Muckle Shoot? What is that? Uh, we're you trying got- to find out. Uh, th- there's a couple things in the works for you and I to go to Muckle Shoot and appear, um, meet the audience. Oh, yeah. Kind of come right. out and do something that's with us. Right. We're trying to figure out what the best way to get the most people uh, entertained. I enjoy yeah. Muckle Shoot very much. And so we shall be taking a very quick break. We'll be right back with no stupid questions right after this. There are no stupid questions, only stupid answers. No stupid questions. Spike, would you want to read the one from the 360? It's a birthday wish. Oh, sure. It says, can you please give Diana in Olympia, a.k.a. Nanu, a happy birthday shout-out? She has been a loyal Cairo listener for decades. She's probably home working on her puzzle listening to you guys, all with love from her family. Andrew, we got the President of the United States on for Diana. We got the President of the United States singing happy birthday. Yeah, I think we do. I think we got we got Joe Biden He's on the taking line. Taking time out of his busy schedule. Yeah, I mean, he owes me a couple favors. That's nice right? of him. So yeah. look, my wife has a rule in her family. See, there he is. Hi, Mr. On President. Happy birthday. Sing happy birthday. You ready? Yep. Sure. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Manu. Happy birthday to you. There you go. Don't forget to vote. Thanks, Mr. Diana President. In Olympia. Fernando, I don't think that was an attempt to buy her vote. Uh, it's just a heartfelt wish of joy. 636 says, Jack, who is your guitar guy? I need a Les Paul painted. The best guitar guy in Washington State is Joe Riggio at Riggio Custom Guitars. The best guitar that I have is from Joe Riggio. It's a, he's a, he makes them, mm-hmm. and he, it is object, he does everything. He winds the pickups. He does the electronics. Top nice. to bottom design. Does he paint? Bodies? He does all the painting. Okay, great. The, the guy works on, I mean, he restores old 50, 50s Les Pauls. Wow. He's restored it for, I don't want to drop names, but the guy has worked with the elite of the elite of, this is my 1957 that I need restored. Right, that's a my treasure. My 58, my yes. 59. Yeah. He okay. actually, he's got DuPont paints that he ordered. From, oh, the, from from factory, yeah. Paint. From oh, that's the fifties. That's how you do it. I mean, the guy is a savant. He's a genius, and I w- have. A, if I ever need something built again, which I do, I exclusively use him. If I need anything fixed, I take it to him. He is a, a G, he, it's he's like the whisper. He's like Rain Man with nice. guitars. He's that's a genius. What, that's who you want. So, do uh, do 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 do. Uh, did I get my my bass delivered? I did get my bass delivered. Spike and I went to go get it. It is amazing, and the guy that built it in Florida did a great job. I didn't have Joe build this one for me because I was like, he just picked it up off the off the I, web. I didn't you need, keep your eyes open for I, orphans who need a home. I didn't need one that was that. Right. I didn't know need right. a Joe Riggio caliber instrument. Right. I just needed something for recording. I, I, more importantly, though, Fernando, thank you for asking because yeah, it was buddy. it was troubling you before the weekend hit. It was troubling me, it but was. thankfully yeah. the show dad Spike O'Neill took me down to the U- he picked me up at the park and ride, and he took, on, me, son. took me down to the UPS. Let's go get that um, guitar. So Tina asks a question about yoga. I've been trying to get Spike into yoga, and this is a good if anybody out there is interested in yoga. You know, I practice every single day you do. i'm in better shape now than i was 10 years ago you are uh, my my chiropractor said man you are flexible and i said yep you know it you know it i am flexible like you would not believe she's respecting the uh, patient client boundaries oh right? of course she is. okay good, yeah good. because i am crazy flexible but um so tina asked a question about restorative yoga restorative yoga is yin yoga it's where you hold a static position a very gentle static position okay and it can be good for some people um what's the benefit is it um you're getting resistance training from a core Eh, perspective it's not even really resistance training you're getting your body used to being in different positions okay 
I generally don't do it because um, I don't, for me to get the benefits out of it, I need to move a lot. And also it's a lot of like laying on pillow, like bolsters. A bolster okay, is basically okay. a yoga pillow. Kind of realign your, your shine, yeah, your, your, I, your if, spine, your chakra. I, I would rather, if people are, have an interest in yoga, there are two things that I recommend. One, chair yoga is huge for people with mobility issues because you don't actually need to balance right off the right off the bat you, and you you talked to me about this this weekend we spent a little time together you and i on the weekend mm-hmm. and you said mm-hmm. that it's because uh, i really do need to right keep up with you yes <laughs> from a perspective that i'd like to be doing this with, i'd like to be doing this with you for a long time right if we can, if we can manage to make people happy and make people interested in the show i don't want to i don't want to fail out from under you from a physical yeah. perspective so there's a couple different chair yoga programs you know the wrestler diamond dallas page I do. He has a program for people. I, okay. You pay for it, but it is a very good program. You know, I'm a big fan of chairs. Right. So, so you got right. me halfway there. But then right. the other thing you can do is, if you want it for freezies, Yoga with Cassandra. She's a Canadian uh, uh, yogi. Is this the lady who chops wood with a sleeveless shirt on yeah. the internet? <laughs> no. <laughs> She's amazing. I've seen her. I've watched her for hours, the, it seems. Yoga with Cassandra. She is. She understands that she's doing very basic routines with okay. people at different levels. And so she's very She's very good 10, 15, 20-minute videos okay. for I, people. i got to get started. Um, and then, so when people say, like, oh, how do I actually get into yoga for pain relief and for stretching? Like, what's a stepping stone for it? Yoga. Is it because okay. every position has modifications, and it's when you do, when you're doing a pose. This is a beautiful thing about yoga. You do your pose, not what the not the limber twenty two year old gymnast is doing. Right, you do it's, yours. That's, that's that's unattainable. Right, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. So for me, when I started doing, it, I was basically like like I, I was basically like a popsicle stick. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I thought I'll never be able to to keep, do what you do today. To keep up with, right? Exactly. Okay. So, but over time, you just get more comfortable with it, and you get more pain relief, and you stretch more. And give the give the YouTube again for Tina. Oh, uh, it's uh, Yoga with Cassandra. K or C? K. Okay. And it's she's a Canadian, so she's got a little bit of the old uh, Canadian thing. So some syrup with that. Uh, let's right. see. Uh, some three six zero. We're picking up a white bull terrier puppy soon. Any name suggestions? You got to oh, name it Jack. Jack, uh, p- uh, come on. You got to name it Jack. Bull terrier. That or F from Zimbalist Jr. is a great pup name, And uh, Mike in the 360 says, we are one of the highest tax states in the United States. That's mm-hmm. not true. We also have a top five ranking when it comes to potholes, property, crime, and homelessness. Is that Trump's fault, too? Yes. <laughs> well, it's, it was an infrastructure week for four years, so I'm not going to point any fingers, but who, who put who put a trillion plus in infrastructure? No, Trump's fault is the deficit. Trump's fault is the fact that people under making $75,000 this year will be getting less of a tax return. Trump's fault is the wealth disparity between lower income people. I mean, I could do this all day. Please, Mike. I want to thank Ty for earlier for bringing that problem, the potholes, to, the, to public attention. Hey, uh, speaking, by the way, of... Uh, speaking, John Curley coming on in a couple <laughs> speaking, of you uh, because timed entry starts at Mount Rainier National Park. And if anybody likes glamping, it's Mr. Curley. Americans are defining a middle class lifestyle, but can they attain it? In Hotel California, this case has been going on for how many years, Spike? The lyrics? Oh, the uh, the original lyric sheets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Years. Yeah. Thankfully, John Curley's 90 years old, so he's got some insights into copyright law. We'll talk about it when we get back right after this.